0: we now have our first split sermon today by Ken Barton, entitled, What Now? A psalm of thanksgiving. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his. Give thanks to him. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Don't you wish we all lived like that all the time? I'm looking forward to a time when people show up at God's house excited. So what now? We've had quite a year, haven't we? Remember that Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times. I don't know if that actually originated in China, but that's where it's always been attributed to. Life has been interesting, has. You know, usually on New Year's Day, we hear encouraging messages about the coming new year and how promising it is. I haven't really been hearing a lot of that. It seems to me that people are not really enthusiastic about it after everything that's happened. We've had a tough year, a tough election, and everything seems to still be up in the air. I've been praying for God's forgiveness. I've been praying for revival for our nation for myself and that he keep evil from prevailing I know that he forgives me when I humble myself when I repent for my sinfulness seek his face because that's what he tells me to do I know when I do that that he will hear my prayers from on high and turn his face toward me forgive me my sins And restore my relationship with him. But you know what? I'm not really seeing a lot of revival in our nation. Nor am I seeing evil being repented of. I am seeing hatred increasing, seemingly. Sinfulness continuing unabated. And God's word being ignored. We have this SARS-2 virus or three, or four, or five. Because it keeps changing. Just just this week, I heard that the United States has got a COVID-19 virus that's originated here. So that puts it up around seven. When this first started, The scientists were calling it SARS-2. The World Health Organization didn't like that. Everybody knew what SARS was like. So they got people to say, we'll call it COVID-19. Because it was, I don't know, if if China originated virus ID 2019 or something like that. But just think if they'd gone with SARS-2, People would have known, scientists would have known, doctors would have known exactly what medicines to start with because they'd been there. They'd followed that road once. (coughs) They knew effective medicines like hydroxychloroquine or azithromycin, different things like that, others. They wouldn't have wasted time trying to start over (coughs) reinventing the wheel. There's something else that comes to my mind, too. The fact that God can induce confusion in our minds and in his enemies' minds. Cause them to be ineffective or even dangerous to themselves. Of course, it seems we're doing a fine job of that ourselves. You know, we've got gender fluidity now. You know. Homosexual marriage... On and on and on. I understand that our government is working on outlawing certain things. They've actually, I understand, have started a a law through that's going to outlaw using gender specific words. We'll no longer, or at least in the Senate or wherever, they're going to do this moronic thing, in my opinion. No father, no mother, no grandfather, no son, no daughter, nothing gender specific. God said in the beginning <laughs> he created a male and female in anyway, insanity in our manual basic instructions before living eternally we are taught what can happen to people who disobey or turn away from God and or forget him here's a hint it's never good second hint it can be absolutely devastating God tells us that because he loves us. He doesn't want us running out in front of this truck and getting smacked. He loves us, so he tells us what to do and what not to do. 2 Chronicles 7.13 When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. I realize he was speaking of the temple, but this place works good too. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. As for you, speaking to Solomon, but he's also speaking to us, if you walk before me as your father David did, walked and do according to all that I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom. As I covenanted with David your father, saying, You shall not fail to have a man as ruler in Israel. But if you turn away from and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot you from my land which I have given them. And this house, which I have sanctified for my name, I will cast out of my sight and will make it a proverb and a byword among all people. And as for this house, which is exalted, everyone who passes by it will be astonished and say, Why has the Lord done thus to to this land and this house? Then they will answer, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers who brought them out of the land of Egypt and embraced other gods and worshipped them and served them therefore, he has brought all this calamity upon them. Scary, isn't it? Big places like Yugoslavia was, was a going thing. Venezuela is a going thing and it's almost gone. Because of his love, though, God always tries to turn his people back to him. He starts by bringing about those things that we've been warned happen. That doesn't work because he tries it several times, then he'll bring destruction. And that's the problem. We're not turning back as a nation. Even when we can or should see God's hand. See, the thing is, as long as we keep our focus on God, where he should be in our lives, we will enjoy wonderful lives. No crime, no hunger, no inflation, no miscarriages, human or animal. No droughts, no messed up rains, which rains out of time or floods. Those last two are what the enlightened folks call climate change. But we must note that God is referring to all of us, not just Christians. When he brings down a nation, he brings down everybody there so You know, that's part of why he sends us here as ambassadors, why when we accept the Lord, we get a job. We as Christians are to be a shining light and to share the gospel of the coming kingdom and to do his works. And they're not really hard to do. The reading in John 6, uh, and I'm going to read 27 and 28. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of God will give you, because the God the Father has set his seal on you. We spoke about that in the, in the lesson, didn't we? Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may do the works of God? Here's the secret, folks. John 6, 29, Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God. You ready? That you believe in him whom he sent. That's it. Right there. That we believe him whom he sent. If we truly believe that Jesus is the Christ. And truly believe that he never lies. That his word is truth. Then we have this to look forward to. 1 Corinthians two nine. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. How wonderful is that? God has prepared such massive blessings for his people. We can't even imagine them. And people's imaginations are pretty good. But God's word is true, isn't it? So when he says he's going to bless us beyond our wildest dreams, that's the truth. But also when he says he will bring judgment upon us because of our sins and for turning from him, that is also the truth. The thing is, he gives his people so many chances to repent and return to him. But it's up to us. Yes, God predestined what he wanted to do. God figured out a way. To save us from ourselves. To redeem us from Satan. But it's up to us. God won't force us to repent. But he will punish us if we don't. We are possibly facing very rough rough times. That's why we're not hearing all these things about the new year. People are worried. And I'm glad of that. I want them to be worried. You know, there's a, a saying in, in the Baptist church, in the Sunday churches, you've got to get them lost before you get them saved. Right? People have to realize what the, what the possibilities are. <clears throat> so, here's what we need to do. Repent and return to him. Also, we need to pray for those who he has placed in leadership over us. He put them there for a reason. I'd really like to talk sometime with some of the past presidents and find out if, if God really speaks to them. I wouldn't doubt it. <clears throat> but they can't say anything because people will accuse them of being crazy. But first Titus two, one or First Timothy, I'm sorry. There is no first Titus. That's what it was, Brian, when I said <laughs> Therefore I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of, our, of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. I pray that we listen to him and return to him. Our nation needs revival. Humbling ourselves, praying, seeking God's face and turning from our wicked ways so that God will hear from heaven, forgive our sin, and heal our land. God will give us his spirit and his blessings if we will believe Jesus whom he sent. <clears> 1 <throat> Corinthians two fourteen 14 through 16. But the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. I bet everybody here has talked to people. And tried to explain some things. And they they don't get it. It's foolishness. Nor can we know them. Can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord. That he may instruct him. So we have the mind of Christ. Let's use it.